Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. It says in the Bible that where two or three gather in my name, there I am in the midst. And I can tell you that today I feel that in this room. Today I feel that. And What we're trying to do here as a spiritual community is be a beacon of hope, of goodness, of light, of love to each other, certainly, but to this area called Lutz, Florida, which I think is a funny word, (laughs) and then even broader into the state of Florida and even our world. Because what we know, what we've learned is that whatever intention we hold, whatever thoughts we think, whatever whatever like vibe we put out can you imagine if we got more conscious about what that could mean and that's exactly what we're doing today as we start our series called the 12 powers in you that i wrote with two other individuals one is another minister the other is a licensed unity teacher 12 powers in you it's in our bookstore and it you know it's so funny i people always ask me to sign their book I'm happy to do it, but I always get a little shy when people ask. So there's a little table set up. I feel like a shameless self-promotion. I'll sign your book, but whatever. If you want me to sign it, there's a little table out there, and I'll be happy to do that. I had the other authors sign my book as well. So I get it. I get it. I like it. It's, it's, it's like something you take, you take with you later. So I'm happy to do that. So back in the day, I'm talking about the late 1800s now. There was this couple, and one of them had this miraculous healing through the work of prayer in her life, and the other one was her husband, and he was a business guy. He was a real estate guy. He didn't know anything about spirituality, right? But what he knew is the people around him were, like, going to church, but then they'd leave church, and it was like they never went to church, say, "Mm mm-hmm. We've been there. We've done it. We've seen people do it, right? Where there's some kind of spiritual thing going on, but it's not really, it's not really, um, taking hold in their life, right? And I know I've been there and I'm sure you've been there. So that guy's name was Charles and his last name was Fillmore. 
And he was one of the founders of the church that we now call Unity, where we sit today. So you can imagine he found his way into some spirituality that worked. And one of those things was called the 12 powers. It used to be called the 12 powers in man. Humanity. So we're not going to get hooked to any problem, are we, of that word? Okay, very good. I, that doesn't bother me at all. 12 powers of humanity, 12 powers in man. In other words, the 12 powers in all of us. Say with me, the 12 powers in me together, the 12 powers in me. And the idea that Charles figured out was that, you know what? There is some great spiritual power and I want to find it. And there has always been in humanity this thirst for God. It's why we have religions all over the world. It's like if, if, if religion were a wheel, the center is God. And all the religions are like little spokes leading to that. We all want to know and experience God. As a matter of fact, I want to show you a little video. Um, I want to show you a little video. It's, it's actually the scripture in this video is from Psalm 63. Okay, right? Oh God, you are my God. My body longs for you. In a dry and weary land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live. And in your name, I will lift. So, scripture, we're going to look at that scripture in a minute from Psalm 63. That scripture is in what we call the Hebrew Bible or the Old Testament. And in the Old Testament idea, it was like God was way out there and we were way down here. And the only way you could know God was if you did something right. Basically, the whole message of the Hebrew Bible is disobey God and you will be cursed. Right? You've heard of the plagues before. Obey God and you will be blessed. Right? So it wasn't until the New Testament when Jesus came along that we started learning, oh, God is here now because Jesus didn't teach or believe that you had to go way, that you had to go into the temple or that you had to do something right. He said simply believe and he called God Abba, which literally means daddy. He personalized God in such a way. Now, sometimes in unity, people come along and go, well, that's still separate. No, that was a bringing in. There's nothing more special in Judaism than the relationship of family from child to parent. There's nothing closer, right? There's nothing closer because it means you are a part of. So I want you to understand, if you're new to unity, that we believe you absolutely are a part of God and have God within you every moment of every day. No matter if you if you don't remember it or not, God is present in you. And that every every air molecule that you breathe is filled with God. That in your body, every bone, every blood vessel, every cell is filled with with God energy, that there's nothing you need to do to get it, it's already there. Jesus said, I am the vine, you are the branches. Abide in me and I in you, right? 
So apart from me, you cannot bear fruit. So what he was saying is, we have this internal energy. I mean, this internal connection with God and this energy is available to us all the time. Well, what Charles Fillmore learned was that somehow he needed to connect the idea of God being here present in the body because he had only been taught, remember the late 1800s, okay? The late 1800s, they were still taking horses and carriages places. So get that in your mind about how forward thinking this was of the Fillmore's to say, we want to give people something to enliven their spirituality. But the question was, how? And they were studying chakras and they were studying things in the East before most people in the States had even heard of them. And they were doing it in a town called Kansas City, which still today is a cow town. I mean, it's not like a thriving metropolis as Kansas City, you know, and I love Kansas City, but they were even like vegetarians in Kansas. I, you know, God bless them for that. I, I can't go there, but you know, awesome. More power to you. Right. They even in the middle of Cowtown, they said, oh, well, we're going to be vegetarians. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a way to get really like, but anyway, the Fillmore's. <laughs> They had studied a lot of the Eastern teachings and they learned that a lot of people from the East, and when I'm saying East, I'm meaning India, East India, are often are vegetarians. Because there's an understanding that when you eat a lighter diet, you tend to be easy, more easily be able to connect with spirit. But you know, I'm from the South, so I still eat steak and hamburger. I can't help it. But, but, but so that, so, so part of their teaching and part of their desire was to help people connect and make real and really the word I'm thinking is practical. We're often called practical Christianity because we believe God is here now. And if we know God, then our lives should look like it. Our lives should look like it. So this is where we are today in studying the 12 powers. This is where we are today that Charles Fillmore said there is this innate thirst for God. So how do I get out of God way up here and God here? And he realized and, and brought forward the teaching that we are spirit, soul, and body. Will you say that with me? Spirit, spirit, it is called Jehovah Jireh. It is called all that is. Some call it the Buddha nature. It is all the same. Some call it chi. God by still God and it is known in you. We call it spirit or the Christ. So there's an aspect to you that never ever changes that is always connected to all that is. The soul of you is your individual expression of God. In other words, you're going to uh, have a, a, a journey. You're going to have ideas. You're going to have beliefs. You're going to have different aspects than I'm going to have because you have a different soul journey. We're born in a certain place that's different from the, where I was born. You have, right? That's what they say in my family. Oh, yeah, we can't help it. It's in our genes. We all talk with our hands. So what is also in your genes is spirit. So what we're going to be doing for the next eight, it's an eight-week series, which is pretty long, but I know you can hang in there with me. Raise your hand if you think you can hang in there. Okay, good, 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 good. I'm not even looking. I'm hoping it's everybody. <laughs> so I'm like, please, I raise your hand right now is that we're going to seek to uh, make that connection consciously between spirit, soul, and body. 
spirit, soul, and body. Let's look at number two. After Charles Fillmore discovered the 12 powers, what he realized is that there were certain centers in the body that, ha that when activated, there could be 12 powers, in other words, 12 spiritual powers. What I've learned over the years of deep study of these and the deep practice of these, and there can also be a negative use of these powers. In other words, there are 12 individual powers. You decide whether you use them for good or not. And you'll see, because we're going to list all the 12 powers, what I mean by that. There is a right use of spiritual power and it lives a certain place in the body. So the cool thing is, as you begin to know what these are, these, these spiritual powers that live in you already, you're going to be able to consciously activate these powers and bring healing into your life and world and bring new behaviors into your life and world and new awarenesses into your life and world. So when, when I was starting ministerial school, and you'll read this in the book, but I, I just have to tell you this. When I started ministerial school, I'd only been in unity about a year and a half. And everybody told me I was, I think I told you that story one time that people said, oh, you haven't been in unity enough. You know, you're not going to get in. Well, then I got in. Okay. So anyway, one of the classes I had to take, this is in my first year, was called the 12 powers. And I went into that class saying, Am I changing too quickly? I started listening to the voices around me of people saying, you haven't been in unity very long. You think you can just take these classes and get in? And I said, well, yeah. yeah. And don't we teach our thoughts, create our reality, you know, and all that? No. And they said, yeah, but, you know, you don't know enough. You know, I said, well, that may be, but I'm going to keep taking these classes anyway. Just keep showing up, see what happens, see if they let me in. And sure enough, the people that told me I was not going to get in did not get in, and I did. But that's a whole nother story. <laughs> so, uh, in the, so when I walked into that class, I was really questioning, am I, is my faith changing too quickly? I mean, y'all, I'm from Georgia. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Red Oak, Georgia. Nobody had ever heard of unity or the 12 powers. We're Methodists and Baptists in Georgia. That's, that's it. You know what I mean? You can be Presbyterian, okay, but Catholics, we really don't get. But, you know, but, you know, Methodist, you're, you're either a Methodist or a Baptist where I grew up. You know, I'm, that's, that's just the deal. Unity, what's that? God, okay, yeah, that's, Woo, that's out there. That's for Yankees. You know what I'm saying? This is, this is, this is the thinking. So I'm like, you know, doing all this healing work and I'm having all these incredible meditation experiences and I'm going, you know, am I, you know, like going down some crazy road here? I mean, have I lost my center? And then I got in the class, the 12 powers. Whew, save me. Because finally I could realize, you know what? This has a super personal, practical application to my life. And this is really grounded in spirit. It does lead back to Jesus because I can look at Jesus' ministry and see all these 12 powers were in his ministry. So I said, I'm, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to be okay. But at about that same time, um, I had been really struggling with a physical, uh, physical health condition. And I had almost died a few years earlier. And I was still having problems with uh, my, my digestion, my stomach area. And what I learned in this 12 powers class is that I could actually activate a spiritual power in this aspect of my body.
and that I could, through my thoughts, my feelings, my beliefs and ideas, and yes, medical help, appropriate medical help and support, that through listening to my inner guidance, working with my body, activating these spiritual powers, I could actually bring healing to my life. So suddenly, 12 powers had my attention. I said, well, you know what? The Baptists and Methodists don't understand this. So this is what I need, and this is my journey. So I'm going to move forward. I'm so glad I did. So glad I did. I couldn't have done anything else. And what I know is that these teachings have changed my life for the better. So the the 12 power discovery that Charles Fillmore made, and I want to make it this clear, he did not write the 12 powers. He discovered them and applied them. And it's one of the key reasons we have unity today. So there's something to it. Say with me, there's something to it. You got to say something. There you go. There you go. Something to it. All right, let's look at number three. Oh, let's look at, sorry, let's put the powers up, please. Those are there, right? Uh, Next one. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay. All right. Well, in the book, they're on page, the first list, it outlines the 12 powers, it's on page 10. And what I want to make sure that you know is starting next week, we're basically going to do two powers a week. And next week is the first two, which is faith and strength. And what's so beautiful is when we're working with these, we're going to be picturing certain aspects, certain places in the body, and we're going to be uh, uh, seeking to activate that power and uh, lift it up in our own body and soul. So then in the following week, you're going to be working with those powers on your own. This is the idea. So you don't just come to Sunday to get a little spoonful of something. You come to Sunday to get what? to celebrate the other six days of the spiritual work you're doing. Unity in this church in particular is for the spiritual big kids. You don't need to wait for me to tell you. You're going to do it during the week and you're going to come on Sunday and ask questions. You're going to come on Sunday and be ready to receive something new because the other six days you've been doing your own spiritual work. The only way you will ever bring spiritual powers into your life and world is working them. It is not reading about them. Reading is wonderful because that accesses the mind. And you've got to work with the mind because the mind is always telling you all kinds of stuff. Can I have an amen? amen. No, a real amen. amen. Exactly. The mind will tell you all kinds of crazy stuff about how you can't do this and you can't do that. And then listen to this and listen to that. And you're never going to heal and this and that. and Right? No, that's what the mind will take. So you got to work with the mind. So that's good. Reading's good. Reading's good. But without the experience, you may as well just forget about this. Don't buy the, don't, don't buy the book. Because without the experience, the book's going to do you no good. You've got to follow it. Um, this week I'm going to be working with, um, a kids basketball team. I have a good friend who used to play in the NBA and he's about seven feet tall. He's really amazing. And he works with kids and they're called the ABC all-stars. And I'm going to be working with them this week. And I'm going to be teaching them three things, thought, belief, and action. Can you imagine if you got to get that when you were in seventh grade playing basketball and realizing that your thoughts and beliefs actually could change your life for the better? And that it could even help your basketball game. Can you imagine if you knew that? How cool is that? So we're going the deeper level with those three ideas. 
But we're going to seek to awaken the body. Awaken the soul of you to align with the spirit of God of you. Right? We're seeking to align those three distinct but connected aspects. Each of us, each of you is spirit, soul, and body. And we are meant to express the Christ. We are meant to express the Christ. And it will come through each of us slightly different because of our different soul journey. Right? So this is important for you. This is an important step. And what I know is that as you are seeking God's guidance in your life, you are going to be able to do the internal work. And you you might say, oh, I'm going to really work on the power of strength all month. That's great. That may be yours. Like maybe you haven't been able to hold boundaries. People are always pushing you around. And you say, I want to get my spiritual strength on board. I want to be able to do. Okay, you maybe this whole eight weeks will be on strength for you. Awesome. Awesome. But as you work with all the 12 powers, you're going to see that all the powers work together in some form is what makes a complete human. That's why they're 12. 12 is a spiritual number of completion in the Bible. 12 tribes of Israel, 12 disciples. If you study numerology, 12 is also a three, which is a number of transformation. See, it's all, it's all there. It is all there in this teaching. If you studied one thing spiritually the rest of your life, it could be the 12 powers. It's about bringing all the powers of the Christ in and through your mind, body, and soul. So powerful. So powerful. So we're going to work on that. Activating. Because the power lives in me. Will you say the power lives in me together? The power lives in me. And with that, let's join together for a moment of prayer. God, we give thanks that this power does live in me. That we are guided. That we are supported. That we are blessed. And that you sent Jesus the Christ to show us the way. So we give thanks for this time, this place, and know all is truly well, all is in divine order. And so it is. Amen. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2023, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.